0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Point Forward Podcast. We are recording on a progressively warmer Tuesday evening. We're in the middle of uh, Game 4 of the Western Conference Finals. Uh, The Rockets Rockets are currently up by a handful against the Warriors. We are heavily rooting for the Warriors minus 8. And here rooting with me, PJ, what's going on, man? Yo,
1: the Warriors are fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> They're turning
0: the ball over crazy, but everything is fine. So, um, on a completely separate note, I do hope that. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming that you're you're maybe having a drink during the podcast tonight. I wasn't going to,
1: and then this third quarter started, and it wasn't going particularly as well. So I did. So it drove you. Pour to myself to drink. an adult beverage. My actually my first adult beverage in the new apartment. Wow. So history, folks.
0: Congratulations! You heard well, it here first. Breaking news. So when you and our and our buddy Flynn were playing two K the other night in your apartment, and you weren't drinking then. Oh, we weren't playing in my apartment. Oh, gotcha. We were okay. at, anyway. We were at uh,
1: another associates. <laughs> <apartment>. <laughs> yeah we weren't here. okay there is uh
0: well the reason i'm asking is uh this is my first night trying some canned wine and i i gotta say i I've, thumbs up so it sounds far Sounds disgusting i mean i'm not drinking it out of the can i'm pouring it into a glass but it doesn't taste uh, gross it's fine canned wine like, yeah, it's becoming more and more popular. I think it may be just because of how mobile it is, so you can brown bag that. But, like... So you may be wondering, why are you drinking that at home? I don't have a good answer yeah.
1: for that. And I'm wondering, like, what the aluminum... Wouldn't that make it taste weird? I'm not picking up on it. But you poured it in a glass.
0: Yeah. So the, you-
1: the the benefit of it is the exact thing you're not doing with it. Oh, wow. Yeah, we're just going to do a little preface right here of the background noise. I'm. <laughs> I elected like to record in my living room rather than my room because. Rather than, your, stage,
0: rather than your podcast studio.
1: Yeah, because my only TV. Not my only TV, but my functional TV right now is in the living room. <laughs> I've got multiple folks, but we're just not. The battle station is not fully operational yet. So. Uh, we are out here. and So
0: my- you're exposed and there's some dogs running around.
1: Yes, yeah, so there might be some saying. Echo. The uh, friendly neighborhood Sandy and Rusty who haven't made an appearance on the pod in quite some time are uh, might be featured from time to time. So just Probably your standard old operating tonight. point forward production value.
0: Hey, I, uh, I'll i do what I can in post, but I can't guarantee I'm going to be able to drown all of them out. We'll just see how prevalent they are. Speaking of posts, I need mean Katie to do some <laughs>
1: shit in the post. Well that was a nice pass. <laughs> Shout out uh-huh. Jordan Bell and his in that three point five million the Bulls got for a guy that's playing significant playoff minutes in the Western Conference Finals. Real glad we did that.
0: Yeah. Uh, why would you want it? Why would Bulls you want tears. A guy like that? Uh, well, should we just start with the Western Conference Finals then, or do you want to start about a or with a, just no, a little bit of about... league roundup? Uh,
1: yeah, let's go around the league first, real quick. Okay, and then we'll get to the we've
0: uh, meat we've, and had potatoes. Some, we've had some we've had some have had a surprisingly I don't know considering where we are in the season we've had some stuff going on yeah. so Mike Mike Budenholzer excuse me Mike. Budenholzer, in ex-Hawks corner, coach, in the uh, city that brought you Miller, that's known for Miller. They're getting themselves a taste of some bud. Yeah, so he's uh, he's heading oh, over to Milwaukee. He, uh, <laughs> you didn't. You I didn't get a single pre- chuckle out of that. You wanted yeah. more appreciation for that? Well, I thought that was well, pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, Thank you. So he, he is going to Milwaukee because why wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, you get to go coach Giannis. Today. He had breakfast S- with Giannis. My so new mini you, series. Do you think this changes out. anything for the Bucks, though? Because I'm not a huge Mike Budenholzer guy. Um, what has he done? Well, I, I do. I'm encouraged because I think
1: the Hawks have definitely played a few uh, different styles of basketball while he was the coach. Uh, going from looking how they played with Korver, uh, Jeff T, the Al Horford, the the entire the talks team that all won player of the week as a, the starting five won that player of the week together um you go from there to look how even uh with dwight howard how he made adjust i mean he's he's definitely shown the ability and, and willingness to adjust uh so i think with the bucks and their current state that's going to be important um but it's really it, a lot of their issues are, are roster based not um, and it was a roster built around a, a flawed coaching scheme, I think, uh, and, and a lot of input from Jason Kidd. So hopefully Budenhauser is able to give some input on his end um, and to get players that are going to fit his style. Uh, the issue really is, yeah, just that Bucks roster flexibility, there isn't a ton there. Uh, so my hope is, yeah, he's able to do – uh, a lot with what he's got and, and be able to work those guys in um, and just find usefulness out of the players they currently have and then maybe be able to flip them after that. But there's uh, there's some issues. So yeah, I mean, I, I think in general, I don't necessarily can can say, like, based on what he did in Atlanta, that I think he's a guy that gets a lot out of his his players or gets them Gets the most out of them. I do think, though, as far as a, as coaches go, he puts guys in situations that they can succeed in and, and follow. But I mean, you look at what like Corver's talked about it a lot. I mean, I do know he is his system and just his coaching style from listening to some of those former Hawks players. Like, it's very repetitive. It's very um, kind of is strict at points. Like he has his, his set rules within. His scheme and he's he does expect his players. He hammers his players to, to follow that. Uh, I just don't know if you're gonna necessarily see the true what like everything from Atlanta. I don't know if that's gonna transfer over. I, I do, and I think that's partly why he was able to be hired because he's had shown the ability to, uh, you know, set up a system around the the roster he's given. And I think for the Bucks in their current state, that's an important. I guess next block, but I mean, based on his press conference today and everything, I mean, he realizes the focal point's Giannis, and I mean, I think that system's gonna be around A, making it easier for Giannis to be able to score, and then B, helping I would hope Giannis to be able to create for others, and then maybe, you know some guys to be able to create for themselves or just have a little bit more uh, playmaking and actual offensive creativity which has been foreign to the bucks the last couple seasons
0: yeah i think that this may be more of a bridge coach there weren't that many guys that were available maybe someone that they could have lured away like i thought rick carlisle would be kind of interesting if they could somehow strike a deal to get him away from the mavs to bring him in-house um but there aren't a ton of I mean, Dwayne Casey, I think, would have made it some sense with them. I would have, I personally would have liked that hire a little better. But oh, Bodenholzer really? gives them some continuity. Uh, I think that they will be a better team during the regular season and just on both ends of the floor uh, because of him. I'm just not sure when it comes down to the playoffs if he's really uh, much of a, he's not that great of a developer in my mind. Um, I don't know. It's fine. I He's just, like, about as average of a hire, I guess, as you could get. I'd rather yeah. see them take a flyer on someone that could turn <laughs> into something special. I
1: guess. I mean, but, too, when I'm, like, in that essence of being able to adjust, I just think the playoffs, you do need some of that. I Granted, yeah, I mean, a lot of his failures have come once he's run up against uh, LeBron James. Uh, so... Yeah, I don't know if he – I wouldn't know of Bridge. I mean, I can't – like, I wanted Fisdale. I thought Fisdale would be a really fun hire for this team, but, yeah. Um, Yeah, as far as a soft landing spot, he's established. I don't think he's a bad NBA coach. I don't know if he's in that top ten either. So, yeah, we we shall see. But I I don't think – I mean, for them, I think they were going to go with the more conservative route no matter what. Uh, so it was going to be someone that was an established coach, like yeah, you mentioned Dwayne Casey or Budenhoser. I was, I'd be kind of surprised that they didn't take go with either
0: of them. Yeah, um, the uh, speaking of Milwaukee or along the same vein, you, I had not heard of this uh, until you brought it up before we started recording. But Sterling Brown is suing Milwaukee, the the city Steve, of Milwaukee. Uh, planning to sue
1: the city of milwaukee yeah it's a story he got covered uh, didn't get a ton of as much press as i thought it may um but yeah he had an incident i believe it was outside of a walgreens uh but he was confronted by the milwaukee police department um and ultimately was tased by them wrongfully and his uh, video i believe from the body cam that's being set to be released and the Mayor Milwaukee's pretty nervous and concerned about what will happen when that comes out, but uh so along with that though there were reports that he's planning to file suit. Uh kind of similar case to you know what you saw with Tabocephalusha. Uh he had his leg broken. Uh but I think it was in New York when that happened, but yeah. Um so I think they're kinda following following that line and you know, I'm Obi gets whatever he can from you know set a precedent here and an example because yeah it's a not a good look at all and uh, yeah based on what reports are from the video like it's not going to be a good look for the city.
0: Oh, well, where uh, is he under contract next year?
1: Yeah, he's uh, with them. Yeah, I believe he's got a uh, he's not restricted. He's got like an option. They can okay bring him in or bring bring him back but yeah their whole like cap situation everything is very interesting because they've had a this year they were trying to do a lot of plug in and fill and so they have a lot of different situations and I mean most of it's going to be based on what they do with uh, Jabari Parker but I think based on that decision we will see see what happens (laughs) yeah
0: uh you're getting the dogs all fired up we should probably we should probably move on i don't want to get them too too riled up over all this but uh <laughs> yeah i mean that that's an ugly situation i i uh i'm sure that once the video is released we'll we'll have a good idea of what happened but yeah but I do i'm, a, I'm as assuming i'm you know good for you sterling i hope everything works out for you man but
1: yeah i mean it just goes to show you yeah if you're a doesn't matter who you are if you're uh as long as you're a black man in this country so far it's you're still gonna have problems doesn't matter if pro athlete or not so i think with his it's not not that he has a great platform but i do think it's you know anything that brings these kind of issues to light and uh you're able to kind of yeah show lead by example or whatever the case may be but uh yeah, it's definitely something that those cops, that police department, yeah, probably, uh, deservingly show, should probably receive uh, some punishment for. Which I'm sure they will
0: if, uh, well, who knows? Yeah, once you see the video, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, so I, I am a little curious, completely pivoting to something completely off base here royal wedding was this past weekend mm-hmm. did you tune into any of it or were did. you with you did well so i didn't realize like i had not or were you were you with any any people that were really into it because i still don't under, i don't get it i don't i don't understand any of this yeah
1: i realized i don't know anything about like the royal wedding or the like any of that stuff i was looking at stuff post but um yeah, I was like with a group of people Friday night who were talking about it. And like after the, yeah, after we went to the bars, like some of them were talking about staying up for the live portion of it. I kind of tried, but was like, after I, when I was home and realized like time it was and like that it still wasn't about to start, I kind of bailed and watched like a re recorded or like the rerun of it uh, the next morning. I didn't get a lot of it, but, uh, I mean, the only part I really, which I know got picked up and kind of went by was with that, uh, pastor from, uh, Chicago, his Mm -hmm. speech thing was kind of cool. Um, but it had a little flair, a little bit to it. Um, but yeah, like overall I didn't really get much out of the whole thing, but yeah, it was kind of funny, like just the idea that within the context of like people I, I know that would be watching and stuff, it's like. You know, if I invited these people to, like my wedding, it's like on a day like I don't think they would be as tentative to like be in a place to like for that than they would be maybe for like these people they never know type stuff. You know what? You know what I kind of mean like just that vibe. of, Oh, we have to be able to watch this.
0: Like, I don't understand any of this. Yet. Why are people into this? I don't know. Because this is a fascination like, with is it, it. Is all. it I just mean, uh, these people are? Some of the fi- most famous people in the world—they're getting married, so it's going to be so fancy. Yeah, and like, I, mean, I understand that at like the beauty of all of it, but it seems a little extreme to be staying up until four a.m. or whatever yeah. it had to be. I mean,
1: I do think maybe partly because Meghan Markle is American. Um, there's some of that piece, but yeah, I mean, I don't. Know. I think there's just a general kind of fascination with kings and queens, and I mean, look at game of thrones all that crap i just think we just have a as a society and you yeah, as kids like that's a lot of those fairy tales are built on that so i just think people just either subconsciously or whatever i mean just have a natural inclination to to follow that stuff and to take it in and some people lean really hard into it and yeah obsess over it <laughs> kind of like really take it super seriously uh I yeah. If I had not really been around anyone that was knew about it, I like probably would have been like, oh crap, yeah, that was this weekend and happened. Uh, but outside that, yeah, I I did consume a little bit of it Saturday morning, but that was that was all
0: well shout out our guy uh nick he uh he was lucky enough to be in london and experience the whole thing yeah. firsthand but uh,
1: that would be cool i think being yeah being around it would be interesting i just thought, like, yeah i think that's it cool
0: it's the staying up till the ass crack of dawn to to watch yeah. this this thing i i don't get it yeah it's not like it's not like it's even an exciting thing yeah, it's a wedding. The best part about weddings are the receptions. Everyone knows. that. Yeah, wake me up for the reception. Uh, so, should we talk about LeBron? Speaking of kings, speaking of kings, there you go. I should let you do the transitions. Yeah, I was, I was, I was thinking of that. I was like, oh, he's got it. Give he, it to me. I just don't
1: know <laughs> if he's gonna be able to nail this. And of
0: course, and of course what is that supposed to mean? I had to, to come in and sound- save you. Oh, jeez. Well, I appreciate it. You had to come and save me and then give me shit for yeah, it. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Thank you. Well, um, in the most competitive game thus far in either of the Western or Eastern Conference Finals, uh, LeBron put things away with a 44-point performance last night. Shouts to
1: LeBron for making that Game 3 a wrap at halftime so I could just go about my Saturday night. That was also really nice of him. But yes, game four.
0: Yeah, so I guess we're skipping over game three where LeBron had a pedestrian like twenty six, eight and eight, yeah. and uh, the, the Cavs won by thirty. There. Yeah, uh, last time was a little more competitive. The Cavs jumped out to a big lead after the first quarter, up sixteen points, and then Boston just kind of chipped away, making things close in the fourth quarter and. Um, but they could never get within. I think they might have cut it to five or six points at one point, and LeBron just kept coming back. Um, Kevin Love didn't have a good game. Oh, Steph is We're doing some right now. Oh, my Yeah, goodness. yeah, yeah. It's a wrap.
1: Uh, which is really good for it us. It is 78-70, and it's a minute left in the third quarter. I'm going to say <coughs> Warriors will be going into Houston
0: up 3-1. <laughs> it's looking that way, but... We'll get there. We'll get there, Peach. Um, I am, I am really surprised at how many minutes Tristan Thompson's playing. He was really good in game four. Yeah. He
1: was, uh, he had himself a really great game. Uh, and I, uh, I'm not entirely surprised, uh, that he was playing more, uh, just because, uh, I just, I mean, they've gone back to this a few times now where it's just ooh, kind of been, ba- not backed in a corner, but just when it comes to LeBron needing big performances and when I, he's they're going with guys that he's played with and he trusts. Um, and I do really think Tristan Thompson's his guy and he's going to always kind of go for bat for him. And I think if, as long as there's, like Tristan isn't playing bad like if as as far as option goes he's going to turn to him and if he's productive they're going to ride that energy cuz he does does add a lot um as far as being a high motor energy guy um and that's always kind of been his, his I guess stick or his is kind of his, his aspect that he brings is being able to be a, a inside interior defender being able to help Rebound and be a force on the boards, and just to yeah, be that kind of high energy, effort effort guy at points. And in the playoffs, that that can be useful.
0: Oh, well, for sure. I'm just I'm surprised at you know he finished the double double twelve thirteen and twelve last night. He's actually he was pretty terrible during the regular season shooting from the yeah. free throw line, uh, but he's been really good in the playoffs. It just boggles my mind. If you would have told me going into the playoffs, right after the whole controversy um, with the Kardashians and um, him cheating on Chloe and that whole thing, uh, that he's going to be—I mean, he honestly looks closer to the 2016 Finals version of Tristan Thompson now than he has in the last two years. Which is—it it, just—it's unbelievable to me, and I can't believe that it's happening now. Now, I don't want to, I'm not saying that the guy's going to, that assuming the Cavs were to move on to the next round, which if I think if you asked, asked either of us, and kudos to you who never really lost faith in the Cavs in this whole thing. Um, I, I forgot. Yeah. No. Not, you're not going to No, you either. stayed confident. You said when we recorded last week, it was, you know, I'll believe when I see it, I, I believe in the Cavs. And I was a little more hesitant. I thought that it was going to be three one going back to Boston, and that was not the case. And Tristan Thompson's a huge reason why. I mean, I think um, LeBron's the biggest reason. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say it. He was unbelievable last night. Yeah. Oh,
1: I mean, but yeah. That's the. Th- I mean, I think it's just whoever is rolling that night. Whoever LeBron can is, is playing with, and as the Tristan piece is like, I think as long as offensively they're able to do enough, like it, it makes sense for them to be able to play him. Uh, it's when they're struggling offensively or LeBron's not shooting well and they're really no one on the Cavs is shooting well. It's it's a little tougher, but um you know, at the same time, Boston's plays really well at home. I would not be surprised if they win game five going back to Boston. Uh, the Cavs need to win one of these, but um, I was pretty confident it was going to be two-two going back to Boston, and um, yeah, at this point though, it, so looking at that scenario, it was the question of can I believe the Celtics could beat LeBron in two out of three games, and I just don't. Uh, and it, like the the company, the LeBron James fanboy company line is, I'll believe it when I see it, and I'll continue to believe it when I see it, and. From that perspective, it's just which of those games. Um, in my opinion, yeah, I would. I think if I had to pick it, it would go Boston wins Game Five, Cavs win Game Six, and then we're down to a Game Seven, and yeah, convince me, world, that LeBron James isn't going to win that Game Seven uh, at that point because he's shown it time and time again in other situations, and. I am. I, I would like to see you know how Boston responds because. Uh, they are a young team, and I mean, for me, the entire time of the playoffs, and I've guessed wrong on them on the, every series. I uh, can't lie about any of that, but at the same time, I'm I'm kind of waiting for the shoe to drop because a lot of these guys I think are playing above how good they actually are, and it's just. Scheme situations, wherever the case may be, but you still have to really look at this and, and say, like, you know, is, is Terry Rizzo really going to be that guy consistently? And, uh, you know, Jason Tatum being a 20-year-old, I mean, he's playing at levels. I mean, he's the – right now is the – he's the only 20-year-old to be leading ever in the NBA history to be leading a playoff team and scoring. You know, does he at some point show up and look at, you know, maybe being Joe Flatter of being inexperienced? Uh, so far they haven't made those mistakes. I think that does go to Brad Stevens, but, you know, he's tried to curtail the, the compliments he's received and, and praise and uh, kind of put it back on the players because I think he realizes what he's going up against,
0: and that's arguably a top three player of all time. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, the only thing is that Jason Tatum hasn't been that great this series, so that's the one concern. If if you're a Cavs fan going back to Boston, is if he's going to get it going, you're thinking that it's going to be at home, and it's it's probably not. You know, not to say that Jason Tatum isn't.
1: Playoff though, they play really well at home. That's why I keep when you and I talk. I'm always like, yeah, they play really well at home. But so if I based off that, yeah, game five, maybe they. All their role players, everyone gets it going, and then Game Six, LeBron takes it back in Cleveland. But then I just, I won't believe LeBron games is gonna lose a game seven to right. The
0: but then, team. but then we're in a much different situation. I think you and I, I mean, you you think the Cavs are gonna win this in six, right? That's kind no, of how Cavs, I feel about this too.
1: I t- no, I tweeted on Saturday after the war uh, a halftime of that. Game, I said, Cavs in seven. I like. I think Boston okay. will win to on like I. I would not be surprised that all Boston wins game five. Uh, it just kind of we get all their other series. I mean, Milwaukee series, whatever the. I mean, they do really play really well at home, but yeah, if, if the Cavs can get their crap together and they're like, all right, no, we're going to win this and we're going to take this back and we're going to put the pressure on them. In that regard, we're going to steal. We're going to get home court back here in game five. Great. Then, it, Yeah, I think in six, it's definitely doable. I uh, Just really, which game do they win in Boston? Because they obviously need to win one.
0: Right, and I think that if the Cavs can't pull out game five, they could be in trouble. Um really. Yeah, if they've lost three in a row in Boston, and Boston, like you said, have have played super well at home this playoffs. They have not lost a game at home in the playoffs. Because they won four yeah. four three against Milwaukee, they won uh three games against at home against Philly and one in Philly and they've won the first two against Cleveland. So if they end up winning game 5 at home, I just I like their odds in game 7 at home because no. I don't think you yeah, but
1: but then you're you're factoring in yeah, them winning all four games in a row at home against LeBron James and like just winning four games against him in general is difficult.
0: So right, but the Cavs have to win one game in the road and I, I I think that they're gonna they are I gonna come in wanting to win. We'll see. W- I think it'll be I think it'll be game five. That'd be great if they win game five. <laughs> that'd be great. That's I'm
1: that'd be even better. But I'm sitting here very confidently, like thinking the Cavs might lose
0: tomorrow. And so still do you, 100 percent confident that LeBron will win game six and seven. Which team do you think gives us a better finals to watch?
1: It's the Cavs. And this is one thing I do want to make. Like, am, am I a dumb sports fan? I might be. I might be. But there is no part of me that wants to watch the Celtics play the Warriors. Uh, and the part of me that's like I'm a dumb sports fan is because I would like for one more time at least to sit here for a couple of days before the finals and talk myself an the idea of, like, just the idea of, like, if what if LeBron could beat this Warriors team? I don't not saying I think it can happen, but for me, uh, who by now, as many people know, I enjoy watching LeBron Davis play basketball a lot. Um, even if I'm just dumb and I entertain myself for it for a couple days and he's able to win one in Golden State early and we can just have that talk, like, just the idea of, like, what that would mean for the landscape, like, NBA his- history, if he was able to pull it off, like, I'm just dumb enough that I would, like, one more go at that. I mean... We know what we saw last year. We know, like, on paper, everything, like, it, how unlikely it is. But like, if it were, just the idea of if it could happen, I'd rather have that than just the Celtics team. Which, yeah, if they won a game, great. That's nice. But you know, that storyline's gonna be all about. Well, they don't have Kyrie Irving and, and Gordon Hayward. You know, like, yes, I know, and that's why I do not want them on my television for the finals. I at least I can have a little dumb carrot and my dumb little brain can can follow that carrot of well imagine what this would do for LeBron's legacy if he was able to beat this team because yes that is super exciting to think about
0: right, even if and it's
1: super unlikely and I don't actually think there's a high likelihood of it but just the small probability I'm
0: I'm there for that I think I agree with you. Um, just because, yeah. Here's the thing: the Cavs weren't great against Golden State or Houston the regular season this year. They're gonna right. the way Golden State is playing. I think that they're, and it looks like they're going to the fire. They're going to be going to the finals here. They, uh, I think they're going to demolish either either of these two teams. I think it's a sweep. I don't think either team wins a game. I, I, think you could make the argument that that the Celtics could give them a tougher time than the Cavs. I having they, said that, having said that, you're Celtics gonna you're gonna more get. Seriously. You think
1: the Warriors do? Yeah, I think they respect them enough that they wouldn't really fuck with them. So they would sweep the the Celtics. I think they would get You think they could get cocky against the Cavs and lose the game? Well, I just think they're kinda of like they might be more over playing the Cavs in the finals than like some people which I know that's partly why people want to watch the Celtics. It's something different, like I think the Warriors kinda of fall into that mental fatigue a little bit too and, I mean look what happened last year. I mean, you would have thought it would have been a sweep almost and I mean that was with Kyrie. This is not, but I still would be surprised LeBron doesn't get one. You know, it's more of does some crazy shit happen where all of a sudden, yeah, the Warriors are turnover crazy and they're able to steal a second game, and then it's like right. you know, whatever could happen. You know, just because we don't know. I mean, it's sports. That's the why people enjoy sports. That's why I, like you just don't know until it actually goes down. Like there's Draymond could get feet foot loose again and uh you know his foot ends up the place it's not supposed to. I there's
0: yeah a lot would have to happen that, but I'd say oh, barring yeah. an barring an injury or someone getting suspended, it's not looking good for the Cavs. But Oh,
1: on paper, yeah yeah. No, and there's no reason the Cavs should beat them. But just like because of all that, and I like you still have to kind of entertain the idea like, well what if if anyone's gonna would be able to do it, though, it's like, yeah, just for me, the the entertaining factor of like, you know, how great is LeBron? Well, is he great enough to beat like this Warriors team? Because if he is, it it automatically all that MJ Jordan stuff, like it it literally it has to be acknowledged. And then you literally like there's there's no denying. I mean, he could he could walk away right then and there, you know, he won't, but.
0: Like also the, the magnitude the, of that would be insane. To add to that, too, this has been the season more so than ever, and he just keeps building upon it, that it's it's just taken one step further, that you think you're expecting a decline from him, and you're not seeing it. You're, not, right. you're expecting a decline in the regular season. He's great in the regular season. You're expecting him to be worn down by playoff time. He's playing just as many minutes, and he's averaging over thirty points a game. He's leading the league in scoring. In he's that been unbelievable theme, in that 40, team. He's more forty right there. That's more exactly 40 what 40. my dumb brain is eating up, and
1: I'm like, <laughs> like I won't, I can't deny that. I, all basketball sense should tell me no, don't think that. Like that's not possible, but
0: I am <laughs> right, and I'm here for. That. I, I understand. Um, let's move on to the Western Conference, which I I think that we've, I mean, we've been talking about it here, but hey, the Rockets are on a a bit of a run right now. They are down three points in the fourth quarter with about seven minutes left to play, eight minutes left to play against Golden State tonight. So anything could happen there and the Rockets could easily end up tying things to two, but as the way things stand, um i'm fucking done with this rock this rocket team is exactly what i thought it was gonna be well let's was, talk about let's talk about game three a little bit because that was an interesting game close first half and then the third quarter hit and boom it's it was pretty much done well, uh, primarily because of my
1: fucking house
0: yeah steph decided to be steph curry which yeah. we hadn't seen we hadn't seen that version of steph for a little while well, that was his um his his version of them back last from
1: year prior, uh, two years prior, I guess. Uh, no, nah, I I I'm not surprised. This Rockets team is pretty. Tr- I mean, the Steph and Katie had a terrible first half, and they were up by 15. And then it was like turn the Steph Curry show in the third quarter, and it was just a fucking done. It was embarrassing for the Rockets. Um. It just proved how much of a gap the Warriors have compared to all these other teams. Um, and really it's I mean Draymond said before the before the game it was like you know, we felt threatened in game one. Look what we did. We didn't feel threatened in game two, you saw it happen. And he said before game three like we feel threatened. And it's just with this team it's it's so much of it's just on that focus level for them and it's kinda wavering in this game of points, you know, back and forth. Uh, but when they are determined it's good luck. Right. And like Kevin Durant just is the, the difference in all of this is just that no matter yeah, the Rockets probably on paper could match up fine with this Warriors team if it did but that would be if Kevin Durant wasn't on the court. Him, there's just they don't have an answer for him. And if you get Steph rolling like you did, um and Steph's in that mode where he's dancing, he's doing all his shit. Like, good luck. Like, there's just, there's nothing that... Once that ball starts rolling, um, the Rockets, I mean, they're definitely trying to fight out in this game here, which is good for them, I guess, uh, in the... Uh, meant, like, yeah, the moral victory route. But a lot of it's just the Warriors doing dumb shit and, the, and just having really bad turnovers, being sloppy, not taking care of the ball. Um, and that's really... It's a, it's really on them, and that's just how good they are. It's like on them to determine kind of what series they want to have, and they're they're in control of it. No matter how it looks at any point, like they are dictating everything, and um, it's just really you know the challenge. Steve Kerr is like, and frustrating for him is you know what kind of team, what kind of effort they're
0: gonna get um, at any given point. Right. Well, in I think even in the Western Conference Finals, you saw some boredom from them. Yeah. Game two, they just Absolutely. seemed kind of bored. And I was, I was talking about this with you a little bit before we started recording. Also, they when they when they're coming off of a huge victory like they had in Game One where they won big, they yeah. just tend to come out a little flat in their next game. Cause they're, uh, they're just not as motivated. Yeah, uh, and they're bored. And I think you're seeing that a little bit tonight. Even yeah. though they are winning in the fourth quarter right now, they won by 40 in game three. Yeah. And it like it felt like 100 points. And honest it seemed like the, the Rockets really could not do anything. And Steph could make a shot from anywhere at any time. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how the rest of the series plays out. If the Rockets Warriors go down free... Five. If the Rockets go down 3-1, they might be able to pull things together in Houston and pick up a game. But Golden State's going to try to close things out to get some rest before the finals. Um so things aren't going looking good for Houston. Houston just went up by one with 5 minutes left. To give Houston some credit, James Harden has been really really good this series. I uh, he had he's been pretty consistent. He's had two 40-point gains already, and he's got 28 tonight with a huge dunk on Draymond earlier. Uh, fuck.
1: Not fuck, but (laughs) Chris (laughs) Webber's O's were just, like, the most cringeworthy, corny-ass, like, fake. Like, the dunk happened, they show a replay, and then he starts going, oh, oh. Like, it was some, like, his dumb announcer thing. Oh, as me playing announcer on television. If a play like this happens, I should be doing this. It's like none of it's natural or authentic. It's all just like, oh, this is what announcers would do in this type of situation. I'm gonna do this, and it comes off like just so lame. So there's some shade Chris towards Weber Chris Weber. Weber. <laughs> I I think I've I've definitely thrown shade at Chris Weber on this pod before. He ruins. I love that all the Turner like broadcast crew. Every like Kevin Harlan's my favorite um, play by play but like as far as color dudes like I don't know if there's a worse person they can throw out there than Chris Weber. I mean outside of when they they do the players only with uh, Nate Robinson who's really trash but (laughs) yeah not great like Chris weber has been at this for a little bit I think he's fine sometimes in the studio I think he's a little bit better but like live game stuff he's just never been able to and he's just the king of the uh He's saying this, like, you know, Clay Thompson will hit a three, and Clay says, "I practice this every day, and I'm gonna make this." Like those kind of dumb comments. Like, I that's just like a always a pet peeve, like where you're just like, "Oh, I'm gonna insert my opinion," but say that for some reason use this crutch where I'm gonna say the is saying this, even though clearly he's not moving his lips when he's making this play. And hey man, you, do don't to,
0: too, you don't have to. You don't have fine. to. You don't have to sell me on on anti Chris Weber. I don't. Th- I do not, not have as much you, hate just as you do. I'm just that's letting you know, your like, opinion. this isn't... This
1: isn't an off-the-cuffs. This is, like, watching way too many... Like, i have in-depth with this. And, like, he does the March Madness games. I will play, like, music. I will make conscious decisions. Like, and you can... Like, sometimes he is does fine. Like, he is, like, replacement-level color analyst. But more times than not, it's, like it's unbearable, and it's like, am I in the mood to be entertained, like, try to get entertainment out of this, or am I just like, nah, this is annoying, get me out, like, other than him and, like, Stan Van Gundy are the two, like, when they're on their, like, peak levels, I just, like, turn off the audio, and I'm like, I'm just gonna watch this, and not, 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 like, listen, I'll just pay really close attention myself, yeah, I'll do my own color commentary.
0: So there's your,
1: uh, your- sports media analyst's hour of the point forward by PJ Upton. <laughs>
0: yeah, and thank the you. The
1: Rockets are up one with 450 left, and Chris Paul just oh, missed the three. See, I'm practicing right now. This is my more my play-by-play take, though.
0: Yeah, we're actually gonna pivot away from doing a podcast where we talk just and break down early. the NBA and we're just gonna cover it. Yeah. Like sports radio. So you
1: can watch the replay on NBA. But you
0: can't even it. listen to it live. You have to listen to it after the game. Yeah, you over. just
1: replace our you pl- start playing our
0: podcast in play when the When you're re watching yeah. the NBA condensed game later. Yeah. yeah. We're, huh, we're well,
1: out there on the market
0: that people were clearly needing. I wish that there was more controversy or more things to disagree on when it comes to the Warriors, but you and I are kind of seeing eye to eye to this whole thing. Well, if even though
1: this damn game, I'm
0: gonna be. Well, while this game wraps up, let's let's talk about uh, so NBA All Rookie First and Second Team got announced today,
1: and uh,
0: boy, Larry Bird to me, to me, no huge. No huge issues as far as who got named a first and second team. Who didn't? Inv- who didn't vote Jason Tatum as a first teamer, though? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Yeah, how- you got a 99 first team. Who? How? How did he not get a first team vote from that person? And who did they vote in instead? Did they seriously vote Josh Jackson ahead of Jason Tatum to make it? Because come on, man, maybe it's Dennis, ridiculous. I- well, no, I guess Tatum. Would- I- yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I thought. The, I hope that we find out. I, I that should be that should be. I know that it's released to at some level to say like this is what everyone voted for. I want to know who, who who did not vote for Jason Tatum first team. Yeah,
1: I thought the first team like that's who I would have had. I thought it was a pretty. They got it right. I didn't really know. Think there was much debate of those top five <sighs> dudes. Uh but, yeah, the guy that didn't give that love to Jason Tatum, I mean... That's gold. That's, uh... <laughs> that's, like, some, like, just dumb NBA writer shit. Like, that's, like, a that dude in Boston who didn't vote for LeBron for MVP, to make a muni-ass MVP that, when he was in Miami, like, shit like that. I mean, you just have, like, dudes oh. that just, like, kind of do that Homer thing. So I'm sure it was... Some beat rider for one of those other rookies that just like voted for them instead of, uh, yeah. Sandy's really upset by that as well. Uh, really wanting to, uh, let him hear it, Sandy. Yeah, just she's pissed. She loves Jason (laughs) Tatum. Yeah, just can't believe that the audacity of that town kind of decision, but yeah, Larry Bird's birthday today turned 21, got named first team all rookie, so he had himself a really nice day
0: yeah, I mean, that was a pick that you were not very enthusiastic about when they made it, so I'm happy for you. I'm glad it appears to be working out at least through oh one I year. was so wrong about that, but
1: it was more I still like to tell myself that in retrospect. I don't know if I would have been as pissed about the pick if they hadn't given up their 16th pick for that dumb reason. It was, like, kind of more the frustration with that, and they like, oh, you took fucking Larry Bird, and I just really wanted Dennis Smith, and I can't apologize for that, but, yeah, Larry Bird's been awesome. I wanted to try to find him in Chicago. I know he's not here right now, but... Uh, would have loved to would love to buy you a shot, Lar. if you hear this at some point, now that you're of legal age to drink.
0: Uh you should definitely get, get that man some malort. I, I would love that. I would never buy him a shot of Malort.
1: That is offensive. That's too mean. I like him too much. Well, uh, that's nice Nikola Mirtuc comes back town, I'll definitely buy him one or uh, Campaign, if campaign's out with him, I will get Lari whatever shot he wants, and I'll give
0: campaign a shot of Malort. Um, okay. So, what do you get? So, Malort for the worst, what are you getting the best?
1: I mean, I would person. I mean, if he doesn't know, because he's obviously never had a drink until now, this, today's his first day, I mean, I would suggest him bullet, but, uh, you know, maybe he's uh, So you'd hit him with some whiskey, is what you're thinking. I would try to get him in some whiskey. I think that would be something. But obviously, since. He needs he's, to put some. He needs to get some hair on.
0: Since he's from on Finland, I'm
1: assuming he's going to be probably like a vodka guy. Um, right? That's that's what they got in Finland, right? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what he would... I, I feel like he would just be... A, I th- feel like he's more of a clear liquor guy, just off his uh, off his look. He gives me that clear liquor vibe.
0: Vibe, <laughs> But i try to give him whiskey. The national beverage of Finland is milk. <laughs> yeah, that's the least surprising fact ever. Maybe he's a big cognac guy. What if Larry Bird just
1: loved Hennessy? He just, like, for whatever, like... Bobby Portis told him that Hennessy was really good and uh, got, like, him. Because I feel like, yeah, were, we had to find out what Kristaps drinks. Because I feel like Laurie would also
0: just follow suit with whatever Christophs did. But Kristaps, yeah, I think, would definitely drink Hennessy. According to my two seconds of research, it looks like Finnish people drink drink some drinks that I've never really heard of before. So I'm not even going to try to pronounce pronounce these but it's like fermented uh elk piss go get <laughs> go get some lacco which is soaking uh, cloudberries. yeah what is a cloudberry? You know. anyway that's that's those that's the finish out call it's isn't they stay away you, from barrels like cookie, they right? focus like on a, cloud ba- it's like an internet cookie it's a cloudberry. yeah, yeah sure yeah that's a it's a, it's a mem- member berry
1: Member Barry.
0: Yeah, that's what remember it is. Remember
1: when you didn't like that Larry pick? Oh yeah we,
0: <laughs> we were wrong. I remember. We remember. We remember. Um I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you rattle off some shout outs here before we close up shop and maybe see the end of this game. Boom 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 boom. Yeah, you might be able to get our off the cusp take
1: initial hot take of the Warriors, hopefully winning this game. Uh one shout-out, initial one. Uh, shout-out to Frank Neil Akita for his uh, quite interesting decision to basically dress up as uh, trying to audition as the fourth Migos.
0: Um, it is so. You have looked that up. I hope that when you, PJ, when you tweet this tomorrow, inclu- you should include that picture.
1: Oh, he, looks like be,
0: he looks like Quavo. He looks like Quavo. Well, he looks like a guy trying to look like
1: Quavo. I don't. It's it's right. I guess
0: that's that's what I mean.
1: <coughs> yeah, but it is uh, bold take. The Warriors are just chucking shit up right now. This is not. I'm suddenly feeling a little concerned. I um, mean you, you should. I'm not as confident all of a sudden. Eric Gordon just hit a shot. I'm taking a drink of my beverage. Mm -hmm. Mhm. Also shout out to Shannon Sharp for going on wherever the fuck that Fox Sports 1 show is with him and Skip Bayless dressed in a LeBron James jersey wearing a goat mask and uh, having a black and mild in his mouth per his usual theme. It was quite ridiculous looking. The picture I thought was photoshopped at first. And then you quickly saw that it was an actual live event that was occurring. Um, Other shout-outs of note. We would like to also ultra shout-out. Okay. My list is not up. (laughs) Oh,
0: shout-out the Vegas Knights.
1: For making to Stanley Cup Finals, and uh, as an expansion team, yeah,
0: which you you brought up the uh, you're like, oh, we could talk about if an NBA team would ever be able to do this. You know, an expansion NBA team would be able to do this, and I was thinking, well, that can be a pretty short segment yeah. because the answer is no. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> nope, it wouldn't happen. they cannot.
1: It sure wouldn't. Um, also, there was uh, Charles Barkley. After game three, asking uh, Kevin Durant in the post-game, is Draymond as annoying all day long as he is on TV? And Katie responded, he's just downstairs. You can ask, go ask him uh, for a nice l- awkward live television moment. So Charles doubling back on his uh, Draymond shade. So that's always, always great. Um, I already gave my sweet Larry Bird the Prince. of of the Bulls uh, birthday happy birthday once again Laurie and I had one more that no I may have deleted from my list so this is I just have a number four or five I I just have a number four next to whatever was there so do you have anything you need a shout out if I can try to figure this out
0: nope I don't have anything classic
1: Oh, man, guys. I'm real sorry. Shout, oh, out, uh, shout out to of the weather for I being should, hot and not no, cold. No, ladies and gentlemen, I'm so sorry. This didn't need to be on my notes. That's why I didn't even put it in there. That's the real catcher. I, I knew myself almost too well that I remembered it. Shout out to May 5th, 20... May... Not May 5th. May 17, 2019. That's how dates were. Because there you go. coming May 17, 2019, is John Wick Chapter 3. Oh. And, announced yesterday, the one and only Halle Berry will be starring in said John Wick Chapter 3. Oh, so no way. Be seeing you soon there, Halle. Be seeing you soon. My middle school self and... <laughs> current adult self are quite pleased with that decision. It's a great casting call. Uh, so shouts to that. And also getting ahead of this early shouts to all the shots of Steph's mom freaking out as this
0: potential debacle unfolds. Oh, uh... I didn't think of a shout out. Um, well, I Britain. guess... Well, one question for Our you. Our betting record. Are you going to go see the new Hope Solo movie this weekend? Hope Solo? That's offensive that you just said that.
1: Wow. Hope sorry, Solo is man. Tr- like a trash human being. I mean, Han Solo. Yeah. That, that is embarrassing. I'm sorry. Uh, I will not be seeing it the premiere. I'm probably going to put preface to see Deadpool 2 before it. Um, I... It's supposed to be good. I uh, can't say I'm not like I'm at a point with it. Like I'm just kind of I'm not expecting a lot out of the solo movie. Uh, a lot of what I've seen of it, I think it could be trash. So I'm kind of like going in hoping it just ends up being fine. Um, I'm not expecting many excellent acting performances by any means, but I'm hoping that they can. I'm do, expecting like, a one. Nice I'm hoping they can do at least an oh by Chewbacca.
0: Um, <laughs> Donald Glover.
1: Uh, I'm yeah, I'm a little nervous as far as what <laughs> that might end up being. But if they're gonna do his own movie, like I think, yeah, he must have done enough that they were happy with it. Um. So right. yeah, we're just kind of pessimistic. But yeah, I'll see. I'll probably end up seeing since it's the Memorial Day weekend. I'll probably end up seeing both at some point this
0: weekend. Um, the other shout out I had was shout out Dairy Queen because I had a blizzard last week and it was my first blizzard of the year and now every time I, I, I get, I'm getting Dairy Queen sponsored posts on my Instagram I'm seeing a Dairy Queen ad whenever I turn the TV on and it's just I honestly think about ice cream like like 90% of the time and I love ice cream it's the best dessert so, shout out to Eric Sandy also loves ice cream
1: Yeah, she's hyped and up And also loves making me regret this recording setting Hey, oh, she was There's uh, ten seconds left with Katie's got the ball Just gave it to staff Sandy is being so annoying Clay just fucking airballed it And the fucking rocket just won this game and that's
0: going to do it for another episode of the Point Forward Podcast. Yo, what the fuck, Warriors? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Hey, uh, turns
1: yeah. out if you Chris score Paul 12... Chris Paul is yapping his fucking ass off. They're reviewing some shit right now, but pretty sure the Warriors just let this one go. That was really fucking dumb of them. They played really dumb in the fourth quarter.
0: Turns out if you score 12 points in a quarter, it's tough to win a game in the playoffs. That was real dumb looking. They were doing some real dumb shit. PJ, we're going to bet on LeBron and we're going to win some money tomorrow. Dude, that was some dumb
1: shit. Uh,
0: they were literally
1: chucking up like, shit I would see in a rec league basketball game.
0: Dude. I unfortunately do not have access. I not have this game on just now so I gotta I'm go back and watch highlights still but hot fucking
1: garbage shit they were showing up some real bad shots that you would think the Warriors sometimes would make but when they aren't you would think they would try to get more conservative plays um, yeah see but this kind of bullshit I will say um, is why yeah if the Warriors play the Cavs like, just that little window of hope that maybe I think they're gonna add some time here.
0: Do you know what to the winners at all this though? Fans, you get to yeah, see two sure. series tied at two two going forward now. And I'm I would not have winner, thought Ultra. I would not have thought this. So I'm this is great.
1: I'm a, oh, there's .5 seconds left. Alright. This is Oh, there's gonna be a file. I'm trying to figure out what's happening without the sound on. <laughs> Um. Oh. Geez. I'll say eyes, I'm bro. the winner because yeah, I'll have a new TV that I'll be able to enjoy a little bit more basketball on. Because I was really yeah, get, to get that busy.
0: When's that coming?
1: Saturday. So I'm guaranteed to have it. Chris Paul missed a free throw. Warriors also have a timeout here, uh, and they're only up. They're only down by two. So we will, we're we going to ride this out, Ultra. So, yeah, let's talk about my TV. So it's coming Saturday. I'm uh, expecting to – Chris Paul made the second free throw. It's now 95, 92, 25 <coughs> seconds left. And, um, yeah, so I definitely, when I ordered it, and made, I made sure I would get it before the NBA Finals started because that's just the big uh, J NBA journalist that I am. I want sure. to enjoy that, sure. In my new couch, um, in my new apartment, you know, for the finals, uh, that will be have be you know hosted by LeBron and the in Cav- the Warriors for the fourth straight year. Despite even what's happening live in front of my television, I'll try. Do not doubt that it will be Cavs Warriors. Um, so yeah, pretty excited about that. Excited to have. My TV back into my room so I can record there so we don't have to hear Sandy's basketball takes because they kind of sound like, oh I didn't bring up the Kurt Warner, or did I bring up the Kurt Warner thing? No you didn't. Shit, I didn't bring this up. This really triggered me during this game. So during this game, Kurt Warner tweeted "Um, watching pro b-ball and amazed at how far it has gotten from true rules of the game. Carrying ball, moving screens, traveling. I would expect best players in the world to be Best at playing within the rules, and to that I say, Kurt Warren is the most trash old white guy tweet <coughs> of all time. You cover a sport that doesn't even know what a catch is. Steph just in the corner for a three, missed it, and the Warriors officially lost. Damn, that was fucking stupid. Warriors
0: done fucked up. So the series is tied two two. So we will definitely be coming to you With a podcast covering games Five and six at least (sighs) Hopefully early next week After Memorial Day weekend
1: Yeah everyone have a great Memorial Day Enjoy the extra day off Um, Don't bet too much money I'm kind of fucking done betting Damn I really Steph. That was a really good look for Steph Fuck Yeah Warriors fucked up guys that's my take. Take away from game.
0: <laughs> Here's four. my professional take. Alright, PJ. Warriors let, fucked up. Let's as much as I enjoy talking about how much the Warriors crapped the bed. Uh any last uh any last comments. Warriors got too cocky. <laughs> the Warriors crapped the bed. Alright, thank you everyone for listening. Check us out at the point forward uh NBA or the point forward. .com, point forward NBA on Twitter point forward NBA at gmail.com and we'll talk to all of you next week about games